All right, guys, it's been a little while since we've had a chance to chat to our next guest, one of the head coaches behind such fighters as John Jones, Holly Holm, Clarissa Shields, Michelle Waterson, Carlos Condit, and the list goes on. Coach Mike Winklejohn, welcome back to Submission Radio. How are you, man? Um, I'm great. How are you guys doing? Good, good. And Mike, we see there's a lot of fun people coming in and out of the gym lately. Uh, take us into this ludicrous visit, man. We saw he dropped by while filming something in town. Uh, you know what? Uh, I didn't know who he was at first. I won't lie. <laughs> you know who that is? Like, okay, that's ludicrous. So that's, I guess that's ludicrous. I didn't know who that was. Um, you know what? Uh, what a nice young man. You know what? He, he's more than welcome. Him and his coach came in doing some working out. Um, humble. Didn't, didn't act like a superstar. So he's always welcome in the gym. It was, it was, it was fun having him around. Actually, uh, um, that young man can move around real well. He, he was he was hitting the mitts uh, pretty good. Some good moves. He had some good moves. There's no doubt about it. Really? That's good to know because I've always liked him in the Fast oh, yeah. and Furious movies. Um, have you seen in the, any of the Fast and Furious movies by any chance? He's in there. He's he's basically in every one from the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I embarrassed myself. I said, so any good movies you've been in lately? I should see. <laughs> yeah, he told me about that. And uh, uh, that was the truth. I was being honest with I saw the first Fast and Furious many years ago. The best one. Somehow, but that that's about it. Um, I guess I'm not that guy. I don't know, you know. I'm, I'm always curious, because I know, what kind of music do you like, Coach? Are you more of a, like a country music, rock and roll kind of fan old, when it comes uh, to music? Old rock and roll, no doubt. Yeah. Old, old rock and roll, but I listen to country. I listen to just about everything. Did you get a chance to listen to some of Ludacris' music after he left? Area Codes might be one that you like. No. <laughs> no, 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 I probably should. You guys are calling me out on it, but I can't lie. To I have no idea what, what they are. He's got this great song. It's called Move, Bitch, Get Out the Way. Absolute mm-hmm. classic. If uh, if there's any fighters looking is, for is that, edge- that it? Well, you know what? It's, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, man. You know what? I, I have uh, three daughters, a mom and a wife. So I, like, ah, I can't I can't handle it. So, you know, it's one of those things. But I know I th- bitch to a lot of people doesn't mean anything anymore, but it still kind of does to me. So for sure. But I think Casper's on the ball there, at least. There's a lot of movement in that song. So that's good for like pad work, right? <laughs> You're working with John oh, yeah. Jones. You know, you, know you, take, you take the B out of the equation, but it's a good sort of like indirect sort of mental training as well. Got to keep moving. Mm. I, I was going to ask you, coach, as well. Obviously, Ludacris, it, it, you're a new Ludacris fan, but I'm curious because I know you guys uh, have a lot of fun people come across the gym. You're not oh, the, yeah. type, the type of guy that would really get starstruck, in my opinion, but have you had a person come by the gym for a visit that's been your favorite? And even someone that maybe Coach Wink was a little bit taken back by? Um, no, not really. You know what? Uh, <laughs> there, there's, there's been a lot of people come by, and uh, you know what? If, if, Like I said, if there are just, just nice people, they're more than welcome. If they act like as if uh, they're special, then I kind of I don't care. Just let the door hit you in the butt. I care less who you are, you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, speaking of nice people... Cyril Ghan, a pretty impressive victory yesterday at UFC 265. Did you get a chance to watch the fights? Yeah, I, was, I watched. Uh, I actually watched four. Uh, well, for I, I watched the first round, the first of the first three rounds, and then I, I got distracted. But uh, um, I, in the third round, before the ending, and I saw the ending. Um, that was the third round, right? And, um, yeah, you know what? He just kind of basically. He had it kind of like I thought it was going to play out. You know, uh, Derek just what a, what a super strong guy. He always has that one punch. But uh, Gon is is that guy. He's got those skills. He knows how to pick people are, apart and, and 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 change the strategy depending on who he's fighting. He's uh, he, he's he's one heck of a great fighter. When you see Gon and the progression that he's made in the sport, he hasn't been in it for very long. 
Does he kind of remind you a little bit of John Jones in the fact that just purely from his ability to quickly pick up techniques, just like what we saw John do back at the start of his career? Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, he had he had he had a big uh, um, you know career stand career before that. I know I had uh, um, Dontel Mays fought him in his first fight in his first UFC fight, and that was a great fight out in Singapore. Um, and uh, right away, I said that this kid's gonna be something special, and and he has. You know, look where he's at now. So he's he's uh, um, got the interim title, I guess. And uh, yeah, I don't know him and Francis will go, or if that's gonna be John and Francis, or I mean, who knows? Who knows? Maybe he beats Francis and John has to fight him. So we'll find out what happens. Well, yeah, we'll get into all that in, in just a second. But um, what did you think about, like, I guess there's two ways of looking at yesterday's fight, right? On one hand, people felt like Derek Lewis didn't really show up. And I think maybe there was an element of, you know, fighting in his hometown. But I think the biggest story and the bigger truth there is that Garn really just froze him. Garn was just too much. What what were some of the things that you noticed Garn doing that maybe uh, made Derek throw, you know, less less than usual and just kind of froze him there? Well, just the fact that uh, he had a lot, a lot of weapons, a lot of tools. Um, he was able to use small little motions that Derek couldn't pick up on. You know, Derek needs guys to to do, to get committed to staying in that one spot where where he can unload those big shots on him. And when you're a little unpredictable um, and, and you take small angles on it, it, it makes it really tough. It makes it really tough to do that. And I think that was the biggest overall is just the the difference in, in the whole fight game over and over and above just the power punch. Um, if you're there for the power punch, the heavyweights they knock they knock each other out all the time. Um, so the highest level guys are the guys that not only have that kind of ability, but uh, um, can can avoid hanging out in the space where they can get hit for a certain period of time. Have you seen something like gun striking ability in a heavyweight before? Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. Uh, mm. No, not really. I think I think he's he he he's that one. There's, there's different there's different levels. I mean, Volkov does it in many ways, but from a longer long, longer reach. Um, so it's, it, everybody has their style. You know, it's kind of like the Marvin Hagler's and 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 the Sugar Ray Leonard's. Everybody's got their own style, and, mm. and styles clash. You never know what you're going to get. And that's what's so cool about MMA. You know, you never know. Uh, you know, is John Jones going to take you down, or is he going to stand up with you? I mean, there's there's so many. The elements in me, that's what makes it so exciting for everybody. We had Jimmy Smith on the show um, doing our post-fight show, and he said that he's looking from Garn to see him get challenged in there, from him to get sort of put on the back foot and to see how he deals the adversity in that octagon. We haven't really had a chance to see that yet. Do you still have some question marks about Garn before you sort of uh, make up your mind as to where he's at in your mind in the in the greatness scale and, and in the skill set scale? Well, you know... Um, Finding somebody that can match his 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 uh, understanding of the game as far as the striking part of it, um, you know, someone like John. Honestly, I won't lie. With John John uh, um, has the ability to, to to kick long range and change angles and be unpredictable. Um, I don't think anybody can be as unpredictable as John when he decides he wants to be John Jones. That is, um, that that's where you'll find out real quick uh, where it's at. If uh, if he can have that kind of level, that those kind of guys that that are kind of unpredictable and put a lot of chaos in front of them, when you get somebody that just stands there and wants to hit you harder, you know they they have a great counter left hook, whatever the case is, you can game plan against that. But when you're not sure if it's a kick, if it's a punch, if it's a kick coming over the top, it's a kick coming up the middle, if it's an elbow coming up the middle, or if the takedowns come, is it double leg, is it a single leg, is it really a fake punch just to get the single leg? Uh, that's where things get kind of crazy, and all of a sudden, if you're used to being the leader. Maybe you'll be the guy that freezes up, and you're just gonna follow. Mm. Who do you think presents the bigger challenge to John Jones between, say, like a Francis and Garner, and a Cyril Gunn? With Francis, the crazy knockout power, and Cyril more so mm -hmm. the movement. 
I think you nailed it. You know, you nailed it. Uh, the crazy power is always scary. It freezes up a lot of people. And that's what Francis has. He's he's a he's a, he's a scary, explosive guy. Uh, you know, Gon can hit hard too. Um, but again, he he has 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 more tools, I believe, um, as far as fine tuned tools. And uh, um, so, so they're they're different nuts for John to to crack. If if John would depending on which one of the, which one of those guys John has to fight, um, it's different. They both are scary in, in their own way, um, and, and both very beatable in in their own way. Mm. Which one excites you more, Coach? Do you think it's Nagano or Gan? I can't go there because I'm like <laughs> I can't get involved in negotiations there. You know what I mean? Uh, the one that excites me most is the one that gets John Jones paid the most money. That'd mm -hmm. be it, really, at this point. That's where John's at. He's fought everybody. He's considered the best of all time, and, and I believe in my heart. Uh, um, you know, they're they're lining up really because they want to be like John Jones, and uh, um, that's what we're looking for. That's that's what John needs is that kind of challenge um, that uh, um, he can he can walk away. No, he beat everybody. Well, he already has, but even even more in the heavyweight division. Just before we move off yesterday's fight, um, what did you make of the interim title situation of it being introduced and now there being an interim champion? Uh, you know what? It, it's it's all about the sales pitch. It, 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 in many ways, it, it makes some sense. In a way, is, is it really fair? Maybe not either. Um, it's not for me to judge if, if it sets up a money fight for Nagano versus uh, Gone or, or, or if it can make Francis some more money down the road, he deserves it. Um, I, I don't know. It's all about the sales pitch. I'm, I'm not a promoter. There's a reason why I'm not the promoter. And I'm just the, the dumb coach from Albuquerque. Uh, you know, the UFC is at the top for a reason, and that's uh, they, they, they know what they're doing. They, they, they know how to promote. Well, I guess the big question then is uh, what is the latest with John Jones's return? Um, where are we at at the moment? He's just training, you know, he, he's as strong as ever and he's training. Um, he, he's uh, uh, slowly moving into to, to more of the grappling realm, uh, actual live live type of situations coming in and rolling around a little bit, um, doing a lot of mitt work. I know he's been working with his private coaches quite a bit on his grappling, his jiu-jitsu um, with, with Matusa. Um, so he's on his way, you know, he, he, he just keeps kind of uh, uh, sharpening his blades as he's going and, and getting that speed to, to fit that bigger, larger frame. And it's, it's quite funny because I think he's getting faster with his bigger size. So I think people are going to see um, an even better version of John Jones, but just much bigger. Hmm. Dana White sounds like he, well, Dana White has said that he's offered John Jones the Stipe Miacic fight. Um, is that true? Have you guys gotten that fight offered to you? I don't, you know, I, I don't know that for sure. I really don't know that. You know what? Uh, um, I, I can't put myself in the management position for John Jones at all. So I, don't, I have no idea. But I guess, w w is that a fight that you guys would consider? Because I know John has said in the past that, you know, Stipe doesn't really excite him. I think he did when Stipe was champion, but not so much these days. It doesn't, it doesn't really, it, 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 I, I would assume it has nothing to do with what excites me or not. I would think the same thing from the outside looking in. I would I would think that wouldn't excite John. I think John wants to win the big one. He went, he wants to get the big one. He wants the big challenge. And right now, Stipe is not there. Stipe is awesome. Don't get me wrong, but uh, um, John wants the biggest challenge out there. That's that's how John Jones thinks. I know. Obviously, Gan is the interim champion. But do you think if you guys could agree to a deal tomorrow, uh, John would fight Francis next, and maybe Gan sort of waits in the wings to see what happens after that? Oh, I think so. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I I would think so, but I can't no, no you can't I can't put words in John Jones or his manager's mouth by any means, please. Mm. But uh, um, that makes sense to me. Uh, we've been we've been kind of thinking we've been kind of training for Francis all along anyway. Um, so they're just kind of kind of keeping that same path.
Mm. It's interesting that you guys have sort of seen Francis as the guy, uh, you know, that John would eventually face. And that that is completely understandable. Um, but I wonder, who do you think is going to end up being champion by the time John Jones returns? Um, because it looks like Garner Francis is going to fight now. I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. I really don't know. I, if they are going to fight each other, it's kind of, it's kind of a toss-up. Like I said, um, Francis has improved quite a bit quite a bit he used to be just a big power puncher but you're seeing he's slowly getting better everywhere with everything he's doing and uh, when you have somebody that that puts that fear in you that might change his gone's game plan a little bit same time you know gone moving around with some of the things he has the tools he has can make it a little bit harder on francis uh, and, and he's and, and he's strong he's quite he he's quite strong actually um so i don't know i i, I wouldn't be able to put uh, i'd sit down and think about that and I can't give you an answer on that one moment at all. And they used to train together as well, Coach. They used to spar together and train together. So that always brings a different dynamic to the fights. I, am I have seen some of those videos, yes. Yeah, so that makes it even more interesting. I am curious, though, as we were talking to Jimmy Smith about this yesterday, how much of a disappointment would it be if the politics got in the way of John Jones fighting Francis Nagano? For example, if Nagano did fight Gan and lose, you know, that fight is seemingly out of the window for quite some time. How disappointing would that be to you guys losing such a big fight over the UFC not being able to offer the right terms? Um, I guess that would be disappointing. There's no doubt about it. I doesn't mean John wouldn't pick up and just take the new challenge. Um, like I said, John, uh, um, he, he's, he's been uh, kind of smacked around before. He always finds a way to win. So with that being said, it, it, uh, it, it would be a shame, but at the same time, maybe not. You know, maybe, maybe that's even a better challenge in some, in some ways if that does play out. Hmm. Do you think John definitely returns to fighting? Do you think it's 100% that he does return? Because it, we're at a point where the UFC kind of like, look, we don't want to pay you any more money. And John Jones, I think rightfully so, is saying, hey, I do deserve more money. Do you think it's a definite that he comes back? I think so. I do. I think I think so. Um, both sides know what they're doing. Um, it, it's, it's, it's to be expected. But it's going to happen. I know, obviously, you, you don't want to talk about the management side of things. But just in general... Is it a help and is it sort of a breath of fresh air having Richard Schaefer as a part of the team and dealing with the UFC? Like, would you say that you guys have been able to sort of move along a little bit from where you were before he joined the team? Um, I haven't spoke with him, honestly, so I, I wouldn't be able to tell you about that. But from the outside, I know he's, he's a very smart guy and good at what he does. So I'm, um, I'm glad that John brought him on board. It looks like a very smart move. And we'll see how it plays out. I, I, I have a good feeling about it. Mm, okay. It's good, that, it's good that you got a good feeling because I wonder sort of from your perspective as a coach, if you ever look at it and think, man, John is in his prime and, you know, there's, there's a finite amount of time before that window sort of closes. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, uh, well, heavyweights can fight for a long time. Now, honestly, John can John take three or four, four years off and still come back at heavyweight. Um, uh, it's just the problem is the sport continues to train, change and people are getting better every year. Um, at first, it was changing quite a bit. It's, not, it's kind of slowing down the upward climb and curve. But uh, so you have to stay on top of the new techniques that are out there and stuff. But you know, heavyweights fight into when they get a lot older. So um, I don't know. I, I think the time's actually on John's side. It's interesting. So obviously, you were talking about John and how he's bigger, but it's sort of the same version of his old self at 205. I saw that video that was put up of him moving around, and he said that he's moving pretty good right now and will be moving even better when he gets in shape for his next fight. I'm curious, though, Coach, like what weight is he at right now, and what weight do you think uh, he'll drop down to when he actually steps into the octagon? 
you know, honestly, I think uh, um, where he's at right now is pretty much it's going to be close to close to his fight weight. Um, he, he's uh, it's not so much about distance running and stuff anymore. It's about all those intervals that he's doing and, and all of the overspeed training that his coach has him doing. I think, uh, you know, he's I honestly think he's going to be in the 250s. There's no doubt about it. Um, when, he, when he steps into the cage, um, who knows, maybe even heavy, depending on how long this thing takes. Hmm. Uh, I always wonder as well, like timeline wise, if you guys did get the right deal, obviously you guys have been in the gym training hard the whole time. How much time would you need for John to get ready to actually go into the octagon from the time that you signed a contract, for example? How much time we need is is is, is when I, I I don't want to go there, but how much we'd like. You know, mm-hmm. I like I we always like eight week camp. There's no doubt about it because John is. Uh, um, I want to say he's a student of the game, but but uh, he already knows what he wants to do. But it gives us time to fine tune those those things that we really want to do, depending on who we're fighting, and uh, um, um, just get better at them. Right now, we've been working on on the overall John Jones is the strength, the speed, those type of things to make him a better fighter. But the this the exact details that are needed for a fight, um, I I prefer eight, at least eight week camp. Mm. So many fascinating things about seeing John come back, but. One of the things is the wrestling that he's going to bring to that heavyweight division. I mean, when you look at Gan and Francis Nagano, how much do you think, obviously, John brings in elite striking, um, great movement, but how much do you think that wrestling is going to play a big part in him sort of becoming and remaining champion in the division quite some time? Oh, it's huge. I mean, that's what makes John different to so many people. Like I said, in MMA, the fact that he can threaten the takedown makes his strikes that much scarier. The fact that uh, his his strikes are so unpredictable makes his takedowns that much scarier. Um, that's what John brings. You know, you don't really want to be underneath a, a, a big guy. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but John can cut those corners real quick. And uh, once he gets on top of people, you know, everybody's always seen it. It's kind of a bloody mess. So John has uh, many avenues for success which uh, this, it starts scaffolding on itself to make it that much, much harder uh, um, of chaos or of a situation for the other fighter to to figure out. Mm. Obviously, so many great matchups for him at heavyweight, but would you say at this point, for sure, we probably won't see John come back to 205 again now that he's transformed his body and he's been getting ready for this heavyweight move for quite some time. Do you ever see him coming back to 205 and fighting at that weight class again? I think he need to be really motivated to do it. I, I don't see it right now because um, that would be a, a, a it would take a little bit of time. There's no doubt about it. To he'd have to actually start losing muscle mass um, before he cut, uh, and uh, it, you know, that that's gonna take some time to do it right. Mm. So I, don't just, see, I don't see it happening at all. Really, to tell you the truth, I was gonna say what when you say uh, he'd have to be really motivated. What would be you know motivating enough to do something like that? Uh, you know, maybe maybe someone comes. Uh, get goes to that next level in the light heavyweight division. Maybe 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 somebody's new is even better. Um, I, they, don't get me wrong; they're they're all great. But something that just uh, that's the one. That's when you have to have. That's that's the challenge. That's one that motivates John. That's how John always is. And I don't think he's motivated by anybody in the light heavyweight division at the moment. Mm. Would you say when Israel lost to Jan, his potential move to 205 sort of went out the window because there's no big matchup for him down there? With all respect to Jan, who's obviously uh, yeah, Jan is yeah, that yeah. that would be the scarier matchup, honestly, with the, with the strength that he has. But uh, um, yeah, I think so a little bit. It's it's all about the hype, and uh, you know, it, it's a show. You know, it, it hyping it up and stuff. And, and Israel was able to do that, and uh, the coming together of two big names 
which sometimes doesn't have anything to do with the skill level, is kind of exciting. Yeah, it's like how do you how do you balance the idea of like um, you know looking at fights? I get this sense that John, in this stage of his career, he kind of wants the the money fights, so to speak. I mean, I know you've told us many times, you know, the one that makes the most money is the one that makes the most sense. Uh, but then there's also that side where John's chasing greatness. So like for example, with Israel and Jan, like Israel would be by far the bigger fight. But Jan, I mean, he beat Israel, so maybe Jan would be the more the more dangerous fight. I guess when you look at heavyweight, how do you kind of uh, you know juggle and navigate that? Oh, at this point, it would be on. There's no doubt about it. If, if John was motivated to go to a fight, he wouldn't want to fight Israel because Israel's not the guy anymore. Um, and, and John wants to challenge. He also uh, understands the real world, um, and that doesn't make sense to me either. You know, you, you can be you can you can talk all you want, but uh, um, that doesn't mean you're the best. Um, it's nice when you're the best and you talk maybe a little bit to, to sell the match. But, uh, no, Jan, Jan, Jan would definitely be the, the one, I would think. But I don't, I don't, I'm not sure that Jazz is John at the moment. And uh, um, like I said, John, when, he's, when he feels challenged and he wants to push it, that's when it gets really exciting for us um, to be around him and be at the gym. Mm. Is that one of the reasons why the Stipe matchup just, you know, isn't the most exciting because he doesn't have that belt anymore? Uh, that's just me talking. For for me, it doesn't seem that exciting for John. It doesn't doesn't make sense. Um, uh, makes sense to go after the title, you know, because honestly, John is the best pound for pound of all time. So why would he have just a normal fight, you know? Unless we felt we need that to 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 get used to our new body. I don't think we're gonna need that. I think John is is, is already getting used to his new size. Um, so there's, there's not a necessity to take a step up fight. John John's ready to go. He wants to challenge. Yeah, and speaking of getting used to your new body, you will feel like you have a new body with the smoothest balls in town thanks to the Lawnmower 4.0. Don't have a bush in your pants. Get rid of it. It's just nicer. Or you can shave your arms or your back or anywhere that hair grows with the best grooming tool on the market, the Lawnmower 4.0. Want a more precise shave? No worries. The 4.0 has brand new guards. You can texture patterns into any hair on your body. Uh, don't need the LED light? No worries. You can turn it off. Don't want it going off in your bag. No worries. You got the travel lock to save you some battery. It lasts over 90 minutes. It's waterproof. What's not to love? You got hair growing in your nose. No worries. You got the <laughs> weed whacker right here. That's going to solve all your problems. Uh, do you want it all? Yeah, no worries. You can have that too. The performance package 4.0 comes with the lawnmower 4.0, the weed whacker, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant that you can put on in the morning to smell nice and fresh. The Crop Reviver Toner. Let's say you're out and about. You've had a long day. You're a busy person and you're like, you know what? Got to freshen up. No worries. Just splash a bit of Reviver Toner mm -hmm. and revive everything. And then you got the Performance Box of Briefs. So you got some fresh undies and it comes with the Shed Travel Bag. So you can stick it all in there and carry it with you whenever you like. Also... 20% off. The good friends are saving you some money with the code SUBMISSION. So use the code SUBMISSION, save 20% off. Isn't that right, Dennis? That's right, Cass. And keeping with our theme, do you want to take advantage of up to a $1,000 bonus on your first deposit when trying to bet on a sport? No worries, because my bookie has you covered with promo code SUBMISSION. You guys could go to my bookie today, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie and promo code SUBMISSION. And are you guys looking for a place to watch the fights, the footy, or any sport in general? No worries. Matchpoint has you covered. I mean, UFC was just around the corner. Unfortunately, a couple of lockdowns here in Australia. But if you weren't locked down, you're able to find the closest pub that was going to show the UFC near you. All you need to do is just visit their website in the link description or download the app, and you can select the matchup or the sport that you're after. Go to Matchpoint today because they show you which pubs have the fight on the big screen, what kind of screen, what kind of venue, what kind of special 
special offers they've got. So MatchPint is the only place to go. It's your best mate for sport. Make sure to download MatchPint or visit the website today. Now, Coach, another fighter that we want to quickly touch on before we uh, let you go is Holly Holm. She's back in action in October against Norma Dumont. Um, any ideas where this fight is actually taking place yet? No, I, I was thinking Vegas, but uh, I don't. I, I have no idea. They haven't told me yet. They haven't told us yet. So, so I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but we'll find out soon, I hope. Yeah, I mean, she's such a legend, obviously, in, in boxing and MMA. Um, what can fans expect from this fight, you know, as you guys look at Norma? And I got to ask also, is Misha Tate and a potential return of bantamweight next if things go to plan you know against what? Norma? Honestly, uh, nobody wants to fight Holly. We have to go to, uh, up to 145 for this and that with uh, Dumont because uh, uh, nobody wants to fight Holly. Rand, I, I can go through the list. Random is ranked number one. She says, absolutely, no way. I'm not going to fight Holly home. Um, so she said no. Um, we've already beat Raquel a bunch of times. Uh, we, we, we beat up Aldana. Aldana just beat up Yana. Yana. So none of those are going to make sense. Uh, Misha Tate said, nope, not right now. So everybody talks to talk, but honestly, behind the scenes, nobody wants to fight Holly. Um, so we're, we're going to take whatever fight we can get because Holly just wants to fight. And then Holly just wants a title shot. That's all she wants. That, that, uh, she's never turned down a fight before in her life. Um, she wants a title fight. Wow. So, okay, so Misha said no. Do you think that fight happens down the track? Do you think that changes now at all because Misha's had that, you know, return fight? I don't think so. Um, we get this one, I, I, I guess, if nobody else wants to fight Holly and Holly wants to get in their fight and if we can't get a fight against Nunes, um, then maybe that's it. Holly was like, okay, good, I'll, I'll go beat up on her, no problem. But because uh, Holly won't turn down a fight, but I don't see it happening. I don't see any reason for it. It's, it's, it's definitely stepping way down. Um, doesn't really make any sense. You know, um, honestly, I thought Holly uh, uh, um, looked so impressive when she fought Irene Aldana um, that uh, people got to know where she's at. And that's the problem is people like, oh, she cannot wrestle people now as well as outstrike them. It, it, it's getting kind of scary. And I think the people see that. So just to clarify, Coach, so this fight was offered to Misha after her return win and she, she, she didn't take it. She didn't want to go. Correct. Oh, yeah, wow. I can say that. Yeah, yeah, correct. She did not take it. Wow. Wow, that would have been a great fight, but we, we can't wait to see Holly back in there. And also, obviously, in the gym, man, it must be really great for you right now because you got Holly and Clarissa training together, two of the best female boxers in the world in one gym working out together. You I know mean, what? We also got we got from down your, down your guys' way, Arlene Blanco. Arlene yeah. Blanco. Yep. That's yeah, right. she's living in the gym right now, so she just had a great fight with Bellator. Man, she looks so good in the pocket with her boxing skills. Um, it's kind of almost like a jab that, that wobbled, wobbled her opponent and, and set up that knockout for her. Um, so I think she's gone to a whole new level. Um, she, uh, gosh, she's got such great fundamentals from the guy she's worked with uh, down, down your way that it was just nice that we can take her and, and get some whole bunch of sparring partners around her and, and help her in, in, in our little way. And she's been a great addition. So those three girls get together with our other girls. It, it, it's quite fun to watch them go. Mm, it's going to be fantastic. And how would you say Clarissa's taking to the sport? I mean, we've seen the training videos. She really looks like she's enjoying the kicking aspect of it and the grappling aspects of it. How's her progression coming along? It's coming along. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, she had to go home for a little while with, with, with some things, but she's coming back here shortly. Um, it, it's coming along quite a bit. Like I said, she what 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 she has is uh, what I want to say. She's a fighter. 
she she's got that tiger spirit and stuff and she she never wants to give up so um i've seen her and arlene go and arlene now is kicking so arlene you know kind of hits her kicks her in the head the first day they spar but then i seen clerk start throwing bombs at her and and arlene go oh okay here we go and uh it's it's uh best words the best friends which is so neat that's what's so neat about the gym is that uh not the girls fighting i guess i guess maybe that in that case is, is that these guys from all places different places uh, uh what I want to say, ethnicities, um, and they beat each other up. They argue, but then afterwards, they're best friends, and they talk about their families, and and, and uh, um, they have same similar aspirations. It's really a cool place to see everybody able to get along and train together. That's what we want. Yeah, I mean, what a, what a great sort of situation over there right now. I'm very proud of Arlene and the way she represents the country. Most important question, though, Coach, we saw John Jones joined in. When will Coach Wink join Holly Holm, Michelle Waterson, and Clarissa Shields in a dance video? Are we close to this happening? No, we will never see that. In <laughs> fact, you don't want to see that. Why? Um, I would I would ruin all the rhythm, plus, you know, I just, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for John Jones, the other ones are really good looking, um, and I wouldn't want to blow that, 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 uh, I wouldn't want to blow that for that group by any means. Okay, well, some things will just have to remain a fantasy. Guys, make sure to follow Jackson Wink at Jackson Wink underscore MMA on Instagram and, of course, at Jackson Wink MMA on Twitter and Facebook. Always appreciate the time to uh, and the opportunity to pick your brain, Coach. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys.